0: You're listening to the Bay Christian Family Church Podcast. Praise God as you're seated. Open your Bible once again at the third letter of John. The third letter of John. We've been talking about soul prosperity. Everybody say soul prosperity. What is that? It's the the power of renewing your mind. Understanding that. Our minds control so much of who we are, so much of what we do. Our minds are what limits us. So much of what we believe for, what we receive, is based on our ability to believe we have a right to it or we don't have a right to it. We literally are living out the lives that we believe we're entitled to. And be that whatever level it is, some people without realizing, even though they may have aspirations, great dreams and ideas, at the end of the day, we're manifesting really what our inner belief system has shown us. And we've had a look at that already in detail from a number of scriptures. If this is your first time here today, this is already part uh, four of the series. So I would encourage you to, to make sure you get the previous messages. That's part two of this part. This is part B. Part A, one and two. This is part B, one and two. So what am I saying? We're talking about the fact that you're living out your life based on how our minds have been programmed. From the time we were born, as we live our lives, the enemy has been trying to get us to believe we're less than who God created us to be. God created you with a specific plan and a specific purpose. That plan and purpose has not changed. God has placed in you the capacity and the ability, everything you need to achieve those plans. Just remind yourself always about that. If God ever gives you a dream, ever gives you an instruction, you are fully capable of achieving it even though we may feel like we're not trained well enough or we feel we're inadequate, God believes you capable and he placed that within you. The enemy has been at work through situations, calamities, troubles, problems, people, situations, whatever, he's trying to whittle that out of you, whittle it down and tell you that you are inadequate and you'll never make it. But praise God, God has given us not only the capacity to believe, He's also placed within us the ability to transform our minds, to change the way we think, literally rewriting your future. You are set already on a trajectory. If you carry on doing what you've been doing, you'll keep going where you've got to and you'll keep heading in that direction. Every one of us. But if we have something that God gives us as a dream that's in a totally different direction, he's given us the capacity to rewrite that future. And that's what we're talking about. Just as John said in three le- the third letter of John, verse two, beloved, I pray that you prosper in, that's everything God's designed for you. When we say prosper in all things, don't fall into the trap that we're just talking about money. It's every area of your life, your spiritual life, your mental life, your physical life, your, your relationships, as well as finances. You prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. Just as your soul prospers. Now, here's where we have to see the wording, because if he says, I pray that you prosper in all things, wouldn't soul prosperity be included in that? So it almost seems superfluous, prosper in all things and be in health. That would include soul prosperity. Why would he tag on the end just as your soul prospers? And the reason is as you study out the word, you recognize that no matter what God wants to do in your life, our soul, our mind will stop us at a limit. God will never be able to move in your life beyond what you're willing and able to receive. We've already had a look at that from the scriptures. There was a number of examples. And one obvious one is when Jesus went to the blind man and the blind man said, would you heal me? And obviously Jesus is capable of doing it. But he first clarified, do you believe I'm able to do this? Why would he do that? Can't he just reach out his hand and go, there, take it, and just turn the switch on? No, it had to take that belief. Because remember when he visited Nazareth, The Bible says he could do no mighty work there. This is Jesus. So those people that think Jesus could just go ahead and do whatever he wanted, that scripture shows that he wasn't able to. The Bible says he could do no mighty works. Not that he didn't want to. He tried, but he couldn't. Why? And the Bible clarifies it because of their unbelief, their Mind stopped that. They saw the carpenter, the, the boy they grew up with. Who, who are you now coming in yeah, Mr. Big Shot? We, you, we, you, we, know, we remember you. You're one of us. And, and as a result of that, they couldn't see the Messiah. They couldn't see the healer. They couldn't see the deliverer standing right there in their midst. So they couldn't receive it. So you notice whenever Jesus went anywhere, whenever he encountered that kind of unbelief, what did he do first? He first taught. He would teach and then heal. Do you believe I'm able to? And when the man said, yes, I am, then he said, according to your faith, receive it. So can you see why it's so important to renew our minds? And that's why the enemy works so hard to stop you from hearing the truth. He wants to make sure you don't get to that place where you can believe it. Uh, Proverbs chapter 23 verse 7, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. You literally are living out who you believe you are. Now, if we're not satisfied with that, we don't like where we are, then we can change what's in our heart. Uh, Just the same way our mind can change instantly. How many understand that your mind can be very easily influenced? The enemy understands that. No matter what's happening, if you speak to someone in a certain way, in a cer- uh, about a certain thing, often enough, eventually, you can change that person's mind. But you'll always go back to your inner belief system. When, when you forget my sound of my voice, when you forget what I have said, when you forget, it's like Wednesday, it's three days after Sunday, you can forget what you amen to this morning. But you will live out what's in your heart. As a man thinks in his heart, so is in fact, Jesus, you come and have a look at Matthew chapter 15 and says in verse 10, he was dealing around a certain issue. And he says, yeah, when he called the multitude to himself, he said to them, hear and understand, not what goes into the mouth defiles a man, but what comes out of the mouth, this defiles a man. See, what we say will determine our future, how we speak. See, we, the enemy wants us to get to a place where it doesn't really ah, oh, it's just a figure of speech. Uh, you know, I was just joking. How you know, the spirit realm doesn't understand jokes. The spirit realm is based on what you say. See, words in the natural realm where we are today have simply become forms of communication to try and transfer ideas. But in the realm of the spirit, God will do that for the purpose of renewing our mind. But God's primary purpose for words is creation. Right from the beginning, the very first words recorded of God speaking into the natural realm, were words of creation. And as he spoke, creation went into action. That's why Jesus was very clear that what you say, you have. We need to understand that. And so when, you, when we speak words that come out of our mouth, things that we say, he says it's not what you eat that's going to damage your life. Because that can still be fixed. What you say has a profound effect on your future. Come and have a look at Luke chapter six. Luke chapter six, verse 44. Every tree is known by its fruit. Now, what would an apple tree produce? Now, it doesn't matter what that apple tree does to convince you it's an orange tree. It can paint its fruit orange, it can put on a big sign I am really an orange tree. And you can look at the sign and you can say it's orange. He can even live amongst orange trees. There's all orange trees and yes this tree's got a sign that says I am really an orange tree and made sure all his apples came out orange. But if you bite into it, you're going to taste apple. Because an apple tree produces apples. So when I look at your life, when I look at my life, whatever you see coming out of us. Now, when I say you, I'm going to use that because I'm trying to get you to think about this. But it's not to pick you out. Sometimes when you say you in a message, people go, oh, really, just, just me? No, you are part of the you of a bunch of yous. But I put me in you too. What you see in your life, what, you, what people are tasting from you, what they're hearing from you, what they're seeing in you, that's fruit. What's coming out of your life is fruit. And that fruit can only come from a root. So where's the root? It's in you. So that tree is within you. Jesus is saying, yeah, you will know a tree by its fruit. You can tell what's in a person By listening to them, seeing what they do, watch how they respond. You know what's in the heart. He says, men do not gather figs from thorns, nor do they gather grapes from a bramble bush. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good. An evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart brings forth evil. Now listen to this. For out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaks. Out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaks. Say that. The word of God, Jesus, my Savior, said it very plainly. If something comes out of my mouth, it's already been in my heart. Oh, where did that come from? Out of the heart. You know, you cannot say anything unless it's already been there. You cannot say something unless it's down in your heart already, unless you've already heard it. Hello? You know, for some reason I don't understand it. But you got parents? Well, I do know why, because the parents have so lost as well. They don't know Jesus either. But they put on these videos and they call them cute when a baby, a child, is using foul language. You know, and parents are, ha, ha 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 cute, cute. Hang on, where did that child hear? your child doesn't go. Oh, there's a ah. Oh, we don't want to say. There's a funny word. Let me say it. No, they've heard that word. If it's coming by the time it comes out the child's mouth. They've heard it a lot of times already. Isn't that right? They may hear one word, yeah, word there, word there. They're not going to say it. It's out of the abundance. It's, it's, it's spoken of regularly. So, you know, it's quite interesting when you listen to children. They don't have filters. You know, it's like when somebody visited and then the child says, where's your other face? And they say, what are you talking about? And oh, Mommy says you're two-faced. <laughs> you see, they just don't have filters. It's, see, if you don't want something repeated, don't say it. So it's out of the abundance of the heart. If we say something, it's coming out of our heart. Somebody says something and you go, hang on, how, how can you say that? No, I'm, I was joking. No, there's, there's a root down there. You may try to make it sound funny. But there's something that's, you're still thinking that. To make a joke out of it, you had to have thought about it first. You see, so we can try and put it on the, ah, it's just a joke. (laughs) Yeah, right. See, out of the abundance of the heart, the Bible says the mouth speaks. Now, family, I know sometimes when we hear these things for the first time, it's uncomfortable because we may be that joking, 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 joking person. But as I said, and the word says, it's coming from a source. Now, if we don't like what's happening, it does say out of thee. Out of thee. That means I can change the abundance. I can change the abundance. So in other words, if I've been hearing something, thinking of something, watching certain things, it'll cause a certain language to come out of me, respond a certain way. It's because we watch these things or listen to these things or whatever. But now I can change that. I can choose to not watch that anymore, not listen to that anymore, change that company of people that are causing those thoughts and those words. I don't need to sit in that cesspool anymore. And I'm going to go over here where I get the right input where I receive the positive words, where I get there and I can start reprogramming my mind, reprogramming the way that I think. And I, the key is to get it down there in abundance. Now, how do you know if you had a glass beaker full of black ink, you keep putting black ink in there, it's always going to be black. You pour it out, it's going to be black. Isn't that right? But how do you know if you just put in one drop of fresh water, it's still going to be black? You've got to start pouring the water in, imagine. So you keep pouring, keep pouring, keep pouring, keep pouring. You stop, it's still kind of grayish. No, you're going to have to flush continuously on an ongoing basis. You're going to have to shut off all ink coming in and only put the fresh water in and just keep flushing, keep flushing, keep pouring, keep pouring, keep pouring till eventually you flush out all the black ink. And then the key is to keep Only receiving the fresh water. Now the word of God is that living water. Hallelujah. Say amen. Amen. So just lift your hands and say, just accept it. What's coming out of my mouth is reflecting what's in my heart. I want to change that to the way God thinks. See, when Jesus was dealing with these issues, you come and have a look at Matthew chapter 15. We read there verse 11, what comes out of the mouth defiles a man. Uh, the disciples came to him in verse 12 and said, Do you not know that the Pharisees were offended when they hear this saying? They were offended. Jesus saying, what's in your heart in abundance is, and, and you're going to speak it. That's what's causing your problem. Your mouth is your problem. That's what he was saying. Now they're offended. And Jesus says, verse 13, every plant which my heavenly Father has not planted will be uprooted. God designed you to work on the basis of a tree producing fruit, which tells me that if He wants you to manifest certain things that He's already prepared for you, it's going to begin with a seed within your heart and he's given the promise that if he didn't put that tree in you that tree got in some other way through an enemy through the wrong thinking wrong company wrong seeds whatever he says whatever's not from God God will uproot it Hallelujah Verse 15 the pit, then Peter answers, and said to him, explain the parable to us. He says, are you still without understanding? Do you not yet understand that whatever enters the mouth goes into the stomach and is eliminated? But those things which proceed out of the mouth come from the heart. Say that if something's come out of my mouth, it's come from my heart. Verse 19, out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness and blasphemies. So, family of God, whatever comes out of your life entered into your life as a seed. Now that seed is producing fruit. It's what you're seeing in your life. So, we need to change that. I don't like the tree that's in me, I don't like the fruit that's producing. Now the pastor's made me aware of it from the word of God. So how do I go about changing that? And Jesus gets to this parable in Mark chapter 4. Let's go to Mark chapter 4. He was out one day with his disciples and he started talking about different soils and seeds falling on the different ground and birds coming to eat and thorns and things. And the disciples going what did you mean by that? You told a nice long story about different types, different areas and what happens there. Uh, We didn't quite get it. So what did you mean? And Jesus says in verse 13, do you not understand this parable? How then will you understand all the parables? Now that tells me this is a key parable. Because he's saying, if you don't understand this principle, you're not gonna understand anything else I teach you. So this is a foundation. This is something that every believer needs to get up front in their believing, in their thinking, in their understanding of God. And he begins to explain, he says, this is what the parable is about. If you you got to get if you get this, then whatever else I teach you can work in your life. And that is verse seven, verse 14: the sower Sows the word. The sower sows the word. Words are seeds. Now Jesus is specifically talking here. You cross-reference it with Luke. He's talking about the word of God is the seed. So in other words, if I want to change my tree, I need to change the seed. And the seed is the word of God. The word of God is the only thing that can change somebody's life. The word of God is the only thing that can change someone's life to the glory of God. The sower sows the word. Say that. The word of God God. is seed. So right now today. As I'm speaking, I'm speaking from the word of God. I am literally throwing seeds across the auditorium into all the other auditoriums. Whoever's watching on television, seeds are landing in your heart. Every single person under the sound of my voice is hearing the same words. Everyone. Everyone. Now, have you ever played broken telephone? Only five people. The rest of you, it's a game where you have a group of people. You have a long line of kids. And then you whisper a nice long sentence into the ears of the first one. No one else hears it. And then they whisper what they heard to the next one. And then they whisper what they heard to the next one. And have you know, by the time you get to the last person, it is totally different. <laughs> everybody started with exactly the same, but in the transference. See, what happens when every single person here hears exactly the same message? But this time next year, when we do a checkup, who has progressed? Who has moved to greater? Who's prospering? And then you find others have backslidden and have lost everything and are struggling and battling. Why is that when we all got the same word? Now, we can blame people and we can blame, yeah, they didn't have what happened to me. Yeah, we can blame circumstances. But family, God, how you know every single one of us in this room have been faced with different challenges? Every one of us. Everyone has been faced with calamities, with tragedies, with challenges. It's not that which changes us. It's how we respond. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. And that, Jesus says, is what changes your life. That's what propels you forward. So why is it, if everybody hears the same word, we don't get the same results Jesus went on and he said in verse 15, these are the ones by the wayside where the word is sown. When they hear, Satan comes when? Immediately and takes the word that was sown where? In their hearts. Where's the abundance going to come from? From the heart. Where do you produce the good things? From the heart. How are you going to speak? from the heart but we can only speak what's in the heart so the enemy has to get anything that's going to change your life out of your heart while it's a seed before it even starts producing the best time to take down an oak tree is when it's an acorn lying on top of the ground so when it's an acorn you just pick it up and throw it somewhere where it can't grow there'll never be an acorn tree there And God has placed in your life the seeds for prosperity. To prosper in every area of your life. For you to succeed in what He's called you to do. He's positioned you to hear the seeds that will produce the tree that will cause that fruit to come out of you. You don't work for fruit. You culture soil. Come on, work with me here. You don't, you know, I'm going to make an apple tree. can't go oranges, oranges, oranges. No, it has to change its root system. It's difficult to to keep the analogy in the natural, but literally the apple tree has to change its roots to be an orange tree root. It has to convert to be an orange tree. Your spirit is transformed. When you're born again, you are created a new species of being in the image of God, but you carry your same soul with you. But now we have to change the roots of the tree, and that's going to be through a seed. So the moment that seed is spoken, the enemy has to know that tree is going to produce healing in your life. That seed is going to produce abundance in your life. That seed is going to heal your marriage. That seed is going to take you out of your bondage. It's going to take you out of your addictions. And I need to keep you in that place. So the moment the seed is spoken, he's going to immediately take it away. It's a hard heart. And somehow he's going to get someone and say, I don't believe that. I don't agree with that. And he's going to sit and whisper. No, it says immediately. He doesn't wait for you to get into the car park. Not like the devil's waiting outside and waiting for everybody to come out. He's sitting right here. The enemy is at work. We bind his work in the name of Jesus. And we make sure he doesn't take out, but it's up to you to decide. Someone can still bring their pet in with them. But we need to get that person saved. Amen. Every one of us need to be aware the enemy is doing everything he can to try and steal the word from us. That's why he's doing everything he can to eject you out of this place. Never mind, sit yeah, and then I've got to still work at stealing the seed. Make sure you never ever get the seed. So somehow's gotta harden our hearts. You know, he just doesn't understand me. Oh, that Allen bag, he makes it look like everything's uh, Well, if I had his life, I would also be okay, you know. And, and, and so the enemy works. See, I'm not your problem. I said, I am not your problem. I know a lot of people think I am, but I am not your problem. <laughs> I simply tell you what the word says. Now it's broken telephone time. What are you hearing? What are you hearing? Because there are people that are celebrating this word. See, in the same way, verse 16. These are the ones sown on stony ground. They hear the word and amen. Hallelujah. Preach, pastor. Yes, praise God. Verse seventeen: They have no root in themselves. Now remember, we rooted and grounded in love, and so endure for a time. They'll come back next week, or a month, or three years even. Afterward, tribulation and persecution arrive. Now, remember, he said, "Likewise." So, the enemy's still at work here. He didn't get you on the first preach. Now it needs to work you. So what happens? Do you really believe? Are oh, you're amening? Watch this. Oh you believe in healing? Watch this. Oh you believe oh you believe you're prospering, you're rich? Watch this. And all on this breaks, that breaks, this breaks, that breaks. Really? You really believe God's for you? What about this? Uh, no one can stand in your way. Watch this. There's your boss, there's your supervisor, there's your colleague. You, know, you go to what church? You know what I heard about? Got to work you. Got to work you. And when tribulation, persecution arises, for what reason? That's what he's after. He doesn't care about Alan Bagg. He's just got to get you to hate him. Why? For the? He's got to try and stop you being in a place where you get the seed, it's going to transform your life. What happens? Immediately they, they stumble. Now that's the New King James soft way of putting they're offended. That's what the original talks about. They were offended. I know no one's ever got offended. Yeah. But this is just that you can help someone who does. This is the reason they get offended. Is because sounded good, but it didn't seem to manifest. See, family of God, the word of God is yes and amen. God watches over his word to perform it. And I made a quality decision from the beginning. If something looks like it's not working, it's not God's fault. It's not my pastor's fault. It's not the word's fault. Something in my tree is producing the wrong fruit. So what must I do? I'm going to have to take that seed that's in fact causing me to be offended out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. See, I don't always agree with everything somebody says. Somebody says something and it's totally contrary to the word. I say, I don't agree with that. I don't get offended by it. I don't get angry. Oh, how dare I am. am I not secure in what I believe? See, if I'm secure in what I believe, I'll never be offended by it. Offense only comes because the, the enemy's trying to steal something from us. Why am I so indignant? How dare they? Something's trying, the enemy's trying to hook something out of your life. So the key is to say, I refuse to be offended. I make a decision that if a word is sown, I want to make sure that it doesn't matter what happens in my life, I'm not going to allow that word to be, sold, to, to be stolen. Amen. Verse 18. These are the ones sown among thorns. These are the ones who hear the word. And then the cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches, the desires for other things enter in and then chokes the word and the word becomes unfruitful. So it became a tree. It started producing fruit. Praise God! I was in debt, and God's gonna deliver me, and 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 heal my business, and and I'm debt free in my business. And now the prosperity comes, and God's causing me to get more business. And now I can open more branches. Now I have branches here, and in over that city, in that town, and now I'm gonna go visit there and visit. Yeah, and next month I open a, a, a business in 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 Sydney and in America, and I'm all over the place, and. And pastor, hey, I haven't seen your church. Right. No, praise God. God's opening. He's blessing me. Yeah, but you need to get into the word. Yeah, no, when I'm in town, I'll be there, pastor. No, but hang on. What happened yet? You, you now got all these things happening because the word has produced. Now I'm too busy to get to church. Uh, and now that I know the word. I've become a self-contained theologian. Now I just need YouTube. And have you seen this video and seen that video? And then there's this one. And But now are you sure about that? And, and I heard this preacher who he came from that side. And what's the enemy doing? He's working. Because, yeah, your tree producing. But he's going to get us involved in so many other things. So busy with life. Busy with other things. Busy with our own thing. Busy and starting to get things confused. And in that confusion, in that congestion, we stop listening to the original source of the abundance. So what is there gets choked out. Now the tree is there, but it can no longer produce fruit. If everyone said, are you a Christian? That person would say, yes, amen. But is it still producing the fruit? So you can see how the same word has different responses in these different soils. Verse 20. But. But these. Are there any these here? These are the ones sown on. Remember out of the good treasure of the heart you produce good fruit. These are the ones sown on good ground. Who's that? How many want to be good ground? How many want to see the produce of the word? They are the ones who hear the word. And beyond the fact that the enemy is trying everything he can to disrupt me, distract me, take me away, stop me listening, I receive that word. Hear the word and receive the word, accept it. This may be a challenging word. It may be different to the way I believed. This may be different to what I'm hearing other people saying. But I know this is the truth. And I'm making a decision. This is God's yes and amen. I accept it. And in accepting that word, receiving that word. Now there's a whole bunch of other teaching that still has to happen. But just in a nutshell... Receiving the word is not just about listening, it's about renewing your mind to it, meditating on it, speaking it, living it out, acting it. What happens? You you're growing that tree. here comes a thorn, here comes the thistles, here comes the weeds. You know, you don't have to go to church today. I go every week, thank you. I need to be in every meeting. Yeah, but you went to church this morning. Yes, I'm going tonight again. I want to get as much seed in me as I can. Yeah, but you, do you really need to go to home, cell. So? I want the fellowship of the saints. I want to hear the Word. I want to talk about the Word. I want to meditate the Word. You've been on holiday for three weeks. Now you're back. Just take the next three weeks. You know, don't worry. I mean, you know, church is not going anywhere. No, I need to be back. I need to be in the building. Amazed me how long it took to get people back from lockdown. Cause I understand what the enemy is doing. He's trying to keep. Yeah, but I watch online. Yeah, right. I wonder how many of us when during lockdown is different. Was that was church time? But how many of us? I know it's the same when I travel. I put the thing on, but I'm busy. Yeah, and there and there because I've got an appointment. I'm 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 teaching that day, or I'm going somewhere. Isn't that right? Oh, come on. So we listen, but it's in the background. How am I sitting there going like, we like? yeah, we're sitting, we're focused, we're attention. We're giving attention. So what happens is I accept the word, I receive it. I don't allow the enemy to steal that word. I don't allow the cares of this world, even though I'm busy, maybe very, very busy. But Sunday, I'm in the house of God. I'm opening a new business and now my business hours have to be on Sunday as well. Do you know that one of the major, biggest companies in America, is, have you heard of Chick-fil-A? No. Have you heard of Chick-fil-A? It, it, it went from zero to... It, it is, it's, it's a massive company. But the director, the founder is a Christian and they don't open on a Sunday. he's doing okay. Amen. He doesn't need to open on a Sunday. He doesn't want to open on a Sunday. Why? That's the day I want everybody in church, including my employees. That's, that's a day given for the Lord. We'll make sure everybody can be in church. Hallelujah. See, what I'm saying is when you accept the word, what happens? You bear fruit. You will bear the fruit of it. The fruit will come out. Notice, some 30, some 60, and some 100 what am i saying there what's jesus mean there 30 60 100 that's progression when you begin you may not see immediate results how you know sometimes results can show up slow but if you keep at it then it increases and you keep at it and then it becomes where it happens all the time yeah. hallelujah Amen. how do you want to be good soil yeah. see it's a decision It's making that decision. I understand how the enemy works to try and get the word out of my life. So I set up structures around me to make sure that I never lose the word of God that God has placed in my life. Family, understand this. God has placed me in your life, not just so that you have a religious place to go to on Sunday. I am a voice that will keep reminding us, keep. Look, there's a thorn, there's a bush, there's a weed, there's a that the soil's getting hard over here now. You need and I'll keep plowing, and I'll keep weeding, and I'll keep weeding. But you notice how those that when Jesus did that, they got offended. See, when you start challenging that status quo, people we we we, we took a long time to nurture the trees in us. Even though we may not have realized it's a bad tree. So when we first hear something. That challenges that tree. It's very difficult to let it go. And the easiest way is for the enemy to bring offense. So they were offended at this word. But Jesus said, God wants to get that tree out of your life. If it's not from him, he sent Gardner Allen Bagg. To come and root the tree out. But he's doing it by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Have you ever heard a word and you say, that's straight from God? See, that's God saying, get that tree out. I'm helping you remove it. And we're going to have a look exactly how do you get all those trees out? Now you know how to get the good tree in. Amen. Again, make sure that the seed you're receiving, always position yourself to hear a good word. Receive the good seed. And as long as you do that, if you keep sitting, I don't care, even if you're sitting going, I don't know, I don't know this is hard, man. I just, yo, I, this is different to the way I thought. Just listen, listen. I, I made it a decision. When I was growing, I don't, it doesn't happen anymore because I don't get that offense. The enemy's learned it doesn't work in me. But I used to. If I would be listening to a message and all of a sudden something said, and I was like, what? I, I, how dare they say, no. I thought, hang on, get that message. I would get that CD, that tape, and I would listen to it. And there it is. Now, why is this offending me? Why is it? And I rewind it, go listen to all the, do the cross-reference study, find it out. And I realized there was a root there that was exposed. But it has to be flushed out. So how do I do that? Listen to it again and again and again and again. And again, there are tapes and CDs that I've listened to every single year over and over and over and over. Hey man, in the beginning, remember when we had the tapes? I would listen to it so often that eventually Pastor Theo would speak even slower. Down here. And I go, okay, now time to get them. But I just went and bought the same, exactly the same series. And just today you just got it online, so it's easy. But the point I'm making is, By listening over and 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 over, I replaced the tree. Amen. Flushed out all the old trees and now living the Word of God. You get something this morning? Come on, let's give Jesus praise for His Word. Let's stand together. Raise your hand and say, today I've heard the Word of God. That Word... Brought faith to my heart. And I am a believer. Not a doubter. As the hearer of God's word. I'm also a doer. Today. I make a quality decision. I want to be good soil. And I refuse. To be offended. I refuse the enemy. From stealing the word. I will not allow circumstances. To change what I believe. I choose the living Word of God. I accept God's Word. And no matter what shows up in my life, I want to identify if this tree is not from God, I want it removed out of my life. So I find the Word, these Scriptures that speak to that situation, and I release that Word. I speak that Word. I hear that Word. I do that Word over and over and over. I get the Word of God into my heart in abundance. And out of the abundance of my heart, my mouth will release the fruit that God intended for me to enjoy. And I believe that in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Praise God.